This is the West Michigan Sports Show, presented by the United States Air Force. Now, here's your host, Brandon Worth. Hello, everybody, and welcome into another edition of the West Michigan Sports Show presented by the United States Air Force. Yours truly, Brandon Worth, with you here this afternoon. Thanks for all tuning in. I know there's some that have stuck around from the Most Valuable Sports Podcast. So, hey, we welcome you here if this is your first time with the show or if you're a regular. Hey, we still love you, too. And we got great Great material coming up here for this episode today. You guys seem to like the debates, and we're going to give you another one, I guess. This week, top five sports drink brands. This one is very interesting. I had to look through a lot of different hoops and a lot of different avenues, statistics, analytics to really get you a list for this one, but I did the work for you, so buckle in. I'm sure there's probably going to be some that you will never, never forgive me for, but you'll have to stick around and find out for that. But of course, we'll get into the local sports scoreboard here in just a little bit. It's regional round here from this past weekend. We'll review what teams made it, as well as which teams fell just short of reaching the state finals round. We'll have all of that and more here coming up on the show. But before we get started, of course, we want to thank those that make this possible, all of our sponsors here for the West Michigan Sports Show. Those include, obviously, the United States Air Force as a primary sponsor of this show, and also Johnson's Automotive Repair, the Schuberg Insurance Agency, Alter Care Big Rapids, Quality Car and Truck Repair, Motor Macasa Asola Transit Authority, Paris Auto Sales and Service of Big Rapids, and the Macasa Osceola Career Center. Thank you all for making this show possible, as well as, of course, the Big Rapids Radio Network and Mentor Partners Incorporated. We got to thank them, of course. I keep forgetting to mention them. I mean, it's their studio, it's their chair I'm sitting in, their microphone I'm talking into, and their mixer that I'm mixing this all down with. So we got to thank them too, right? And we hope you guys enjoy that all across the four stations here within this network. But without further ado, we'll get right into the local sports scoreboard here. Got a lot to recap here. Here from this weekend in the regional round, especially in softball, which is where we'll start here first. Two local teams from the area continued on to the regional rounds, Big Rapids and Chippewa Hills, who both were in part of the regional nine and regional 19 assignments here as respectively listed. And there was certainly some big results coming from this weekend's play. Chippewa Hills ran into one of the hottest teams in all of Division Three. Ravenna gets a big-time win over the Warriors, 16-0, the final score in that one. It really pains me to read the score off, but that was unfortunately the score down there in Nuevo from that regional semifinal. Ravenna would go on to win that regional 19 title over Granville Calvin Christian, which is a very good program. Ravenna now 35 wins on the season and looking like a definite state title favorite they're coming out here right now but certainly a lot of great teams still alive here in this tournament unfortunately big rapids was one team that we were hoping would keep on going there in division two unfortunately their run also came short this past weekend falling to a really good Gaylord team a team that they have found themselves to be matched up against 
all the time and almost too many times for them, unfortunately falling to the Blue Devils 7-3, the final score in that one from Cadillac High School in the semifinal round, but still a great season for them nonetheless, as well as Chippewa Hills. Both teams kind of had uh, a little bit of opposites regular season, obviously Big Rapids with a really prominent season, 34-5. and They finish overall a district title as well as another conference championship. Certainly proved a lot of teams uh, how good that their team has been been program wise and especially over the years being able to bounce back continuing the winning success obviously a lot to hang their hat on from this season got a couple players moving on to the next level as well which is very exciting Riley High staying at Ferris State um, as well as some other players actually going to college for other sports just shows you the athleticism on this team Um, as well as another announcement being made Mackenzie Osaski will be making her trip to the college level in softball so congratulations to her on being able to sign her letter of intent and continue on her softball career. Her next destination will be just down the road in Grand Rapids playing for the Saints. The Aquinas College will be her next destination. So congratulations to her. The announcement coming here this past week as she becomes another Cardinal athlete that will make her way to the collegiate level. So congratulations to her. But on the other end, Chippewa Hills, certainly a team that Probably a lot of people were counting out at the the beginning of the season. I mean, they had a very rough start uh, going through the first months of April. They had only won three games total in the whole month of April. They ended up finishing the regular season, I believe, at a total of 8-21, if my memory serves me correctly, going into the postseason. But an absolute dominant performance to be able to run through the district and being able to beat some good teams like Lakeview and White Clown along the way with some high-powered offense, able to play upset as well to a good team like Central Montcalm at the end of the regular season. But certainly a big-time run from that program for being a little bit of down and out at the beginning of the regular season, but they unfortunately fell to one of the best teams in all of Division Three overall, that being obviously uh, a really good Ravenna team that is still playing on for a state finals appearance here coming up on this next Friday, but big time seasons for them and certainly some that are noted um, for really how well all of these teams have played throughout the postseason and just being able to see a lot of these wins come together, not necessarily resulting in trophies. For example, a lot of teams, I'm sure that would have loved to have some of their games back. One of them coming over in the Highland Conference, Everett, unfortunately falling to a really good Standish Sterling team in the regional 18 semifinals. The final score 10-6 in that one. The Wildcats, unfortunately, see their season come to an end rather obviously probably sooner than expected. We would have loved to see them go back to Michigan State for the miraculous season we saw last year. And obviously, Coach Amanda Brown and a lot of the press conferences, as well as a lot of the media interactions, said that, that the team was very expectant of being able to get back to the state finals. But that just shows every year can be different. A good Standish Sterling team with over 35 wins already this year. Everett was with their, right with them at 32. So it just comes down to matchups. And unfortunately, just wasn't uh, the Wildcats day down there in St. Francis uh, on last Saturday. Stand Sterling also went on to win that regional 18 final against Kingsley and will now represent in the quarterfinals there in Division 3 where potentially there could be potential of them being meeting up against Ravenna there in the state semifinals. So it could be a little bit uh, of butting heads there in the Division 3 softball finals. But as we kind of take a look at some of the softball finals here in Division 2 and Division 3 for all the local teams, uh, curious about all of these 
series, uh, obviously starting with Division Three. Gladstone Standish Sterling will face off uh, in the first quarterfinal, I believe, on the schedule. That game will be played at Gaylord. Um, as well as Ravenna and Buchanan will face off. A pair of 35-plus win teams will play at Cornerstone here coming up on two, this last Tuesday, so we'll get you the scores for that um, as well coming up next week. Langsburg and Cass City will face off at Saginaw Valley State University as well coming up. We'll get you the scores for that as well as Ottawa Lake Whiteford and Algonac. Two teams will meet up there for a chance to move on to the state semifinals and finals taking place at Michigan State. University, um, but certainly a lot of great overall performances from this season. Nonetheless, got to give a great clap and shout out to all of our spring athletes for a lot of the great, great work uh, that they were able to put together uh, just all season long. Really got to see a lot of great results all across the board there from a lot of these schools. So hats off to them. Over on the baseball side, there is one local team that is still alive, and that is the Beale City Aggies. Big time season for Coach Ancliffe. We talked to him on the West Michigan Sports Show here a couple weeks ago, and they are still marching on after wins over Glen Lake in the regional final and Fowler in the state quarterfinal. They're headed to Michigan State here coming up on this Friday to take on Kalamazoo Hackett Catholic Prep down there at Drayton McLean Baseball Stadium in East Lansing. Big time season for them, obviously behind some great arms, some great overall players, some definite collegiate bound players at the highest level. And they've played great all year long. And you can see that 30 and eight on the season, only a couple losses along the way to some good teams. Fowler was actually one team that they had fell to early on in their season opener back on April 13th. And they got revenge in a huge way, taking down Fowler 11 to two in a state quarterfinal game. Now, if that's not a statement, I don't know what is. So Beale City and Coach Ancliffe, they're moving on. And as we mentioned to them on the podcast as well, just being able to see the team's camaraderie, their depth of fundamental play is just absolutely astonishing to see as a program that has had historic success and continued success over the last couple of years. And they've really done a great job. And that's even with coaching changes along the way. You got to give them credit. And now they're going to be up for a tough assignment here coming up in the state semifinals. They're going to be taking on Kalamazoo Hackett, another team that has a little more losses when you compare records, but Kalamazoo Hackett, a team that's played a lot of big city schools, and they are certainly battle tests over the last couple of years, have made plenty of quarterfinal appearances over and even a couple semifinals, if I remember correctly, and they will have the right to play the Aggies in what's going to be a fun game one down there on Friday at 2.30. We'll get the recap for you here um, as we get to the next week's show as we record this here a little early to make sure that it gets out to you on time. Uh, Over on the other side of that part of the bracket, Rudyard, what a season for Rudyard, a team that listed as under 500 have continued their winning raise. They're the Cinderella story here in Division Four, and now they're going to have a big test upcoming. Plymouth Christian Academy, the team they'll be facing off against at 5 o'clock there on Friday. So we'll make sure to get those scores to you once again. You're coming up. So you could see Beale City in a Saturday final here. As we're recording this today, they could be at MSU playing there for a state championship. We'll recap all that results as well coming up here next week we'll take a quick break when we come back girls soccer breakdown and i'll get into the debate chair top five sports drinks and let me tell you the list is a doozy don't go anywhere 
We return from the break right back into it. We go girls soccer recap. No teams, unfortunately, making it to the state finals round. A couple of them coming up just short. Uh, a couple of those include some of the CSAA powerhouses. Big Rapids, unfortunately, falling to Freeland, as mentioned last week, 3 nothing uh, in that game over in Clare for the regional semifinal, as well as Nuego falling to Elk Rapids in their regional 12 semifinal as well. The winner of that game was Elk Rapids. They ended up defeating Freeland in a tight game, 2-1 to the final score in that one, uh, and they were able to advance to the state semifinal round where they will take on Hudsonville Unity Christian there in Cedar Springs. Should be a very epic matchup there uh, between those two teams on the other side as well. Gross Isle and Flint Powers Catholic, the other two representatives there for the Division Three girls soccer tournament this upcoming year. So certainly some great results across the board and obviously would have loved to see um, some other teams make it as far as they wanted to and certainly some teams uh, that we knew were very capable of making it to the finals. Of course, we had mentioned some of them in when we were going through some of the sports previews, which uh, were we hoping to get more of those. I've gotten some really good feedback Feedback. So we'll make sure to get those to you um, as we go along here, especially many of you football fans out there. I know there's been plenty of requests for some football previews, and we'll get into those, especially as we approach the late part of summer and the early part of fall. Uh, so be sure to make sure that you're on the lookout for those on WBRN.com or BigRapidsDailyNews.com, whatever suits your fancy. Uh, one of those teams that we mentioned for girls soccer, uh, North Michigan Christian, a really good team out of McBain that has been uh, a prominent in the girls' soccer land for many years now, uh, really, and even on the boys' side as well after a couple of good runs that they've had in the postseason. Unfortunately, Northern Michigan Christian falling in a really a, what was a tough game for them from start to finish against North Muskegon, uh, the team that is now representing in the Division Four finals, uh, or I should say semifinals against Kalamazoo Christian, uh, as well as Gross Point Woods and Clarkston Everest, the other two teams uh, there in Division Four. Um, so those are the local representatives for girls soccer obviously not as many uh, as we would have hoped but certainly seems like with the weather that we've had in central Michigan it's definitely thrown a wrench and obviously we talked to uh, head coach Kurt Ray about this here on a couple episodes back which you can uh, take a look at if you haven't already or any episodes that you may have missed there on WBRN.com it's really hard in the spring to get a lot of training in and obviously Big Rapids one of the fortunate teams to be able to have a facility that has a turf field which is not as affected there by weather, but obviously it can be. Um, but it's definitely a situation where you can understand how there's just a lot to go through and, and be able to look at a situation where if you're a team and you want to really get in some practice in some particular skill areas, it honestly could be more beneficial to even potentially look inside in that case. And that's not the same amount of practice to be able to see that as opposed to on the actual turf or the grass uh, that you're going to be able to play on. So uh, it's a tough situation. And a lot of these teams have had to deal with it. This uh, this spring has been one of the hardest when it comes to weather altogether. And I think a lot of teams have gone through that gauntlet. And you're seeing some teams flourish. Teams that like to play a little bit slower have been doing a lot better this postseason um, than some teams rather than fast. Obviously, now as we approach summer, we're getting to the months where it's getting hot. It's really getting humid. Uh, so obviously, that can affect the way the game's played, especially when it comes to the speed point 
portion. Um, but you got to tip your cap to a lot of these teams that have really stepped up. They've embraced the elements and they've done really well uh, overall this season. But before we get into the debate, I also want to shout out golf for their state performances as well. Big Rapids finishing 15th overall at the Division II State Tournament Friday and Saturday. So congratulations to them. Uh, being able to place really well, had a very good season under head coach Mark Posey, um, as well as Chippewa Hills representative Cameron Morgan, who was an individual qualifier there in the Division Three tournament. Uh, finished very well, I believe finishing 26th overall there from Forest Acres down there at Michigan State. It's pretty funny how it always is at Michigan State. I've always wondered uh, if that's something that has been signed in contract by the MHSAA or if that's just something that uh, Michigan State has just been like, yeah, that's total. That's totally our jam. You can have all the state championships here, no problem. But it's kind of interesting that the fact is that a lot of these teams are now going to, to Ford Field as opposed to Spartan Stadium. Now, I know that's more of a weather thing, uh, but kind of interesting to see uh, where that can technically go from there. And there's obviously some other teams um, that end up playing, especially in girls basketball, that are playing at Calvin for the state finals as opposed to Breslin. So I'm not sure how quite that works. Random thoughts that just come into your head, you know? Those are always those weird ones, and I just had one right now. But the matter of the fact is, we got a debate to get into top five sports drinks, in my opinion, this is a very hard list to categorize. This is really one that is hard for me to put really into terms because scientifically, of course, you look at all the things that they bring when it comes to, to the vitamins, to electrolytes, to the versatility, to the taste. There's so many different elements, and I feel like you're just kind of digging yourself in a hole by making some of these lists, but you guys want it, so you're going to get it. So here we go. Start up the music, my top five drink brands in the game of sports. Number five on my list, this is one that I think is very underappreciated. The only reason it's not ranked higher is because it is not as versatile as a lot of the other drinks, and that's muscle milk. Muscle milk is a fantastic protein additive, um, especially that you can get them in the jars and be able to actually have um, the solid granular um, power protein powder that you can put into water or milk or whatever that your choice is um, to be able to get that protein. Uh, the only problem is muscle milk really hasn't ventured out into a lot of the other sports drinks categories. They're very strictly into post-workout, pre-workout, some of those other elements that are really specified and specialized for one sort of use. And that's why it's lower on my list, even though um, the element of being able to get that protein, they're a staple in that category as well, being a non-dairy protein powder or a non-gluten whey protein powder. Uh, not necessarily whey. There's a lot of other ones out there that are necessarily. So very versatile in that aspect. Just the specialized part of the business, I think, is why uh, they fall lower on my list at number five. Number four on my list, I'm a YouTube guy. We're going to put Prime on... Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Prime is not making this list. No, I can't. I don't understand what the, the whole hype is around it. Maybe somebody can change my mind. My number four in this spot is actually one simple similar to Prime and maybe necessarily the inspiration for Prime, and that's Body Armor. Body Armor and a fantastic brand um, that has really came alive in the last probably four or five years, especially um, Kobe Bryant, rest in peace to him. He was one guy that really brought uh, the element of Body Armor um, and really kind of made it a popular kind of sports drink. And I think the biggest thing for Body Armor is they're very, very versatile um, with a lot of the things um, that they're able to bring, especially the high 
hydration side of it that they're very, very key on making sure that a lot of these athletes are hydrated as well as getting all of those minerals and vitamins because some companies are very oversaturated when it comes to the nutrients actually inside the drink and not the hydration then itself. And I think Bonnie Armour is really one that has done it very well. I personally uh, consume a lot of Bonnie Armour. It's one of my top choices. And I think it's one, especially when you look at the light version, you look at um, some of the, um, there's these other versions too. There's a caffeinated version, which isn't necessarily my jam. It could be your jam. And if it is, it might be higher on your list. But uh, for me, Body Armor is a very good drink. Uh, the only problem is it's very hard to get. And that is something that makes it very hard. And it's one that fell. Uh, one of the reasons I should say that it fell down uh, my list down there at number four. Number three, we're kind of speed firing here as the clock continues to tick. Uh, Propel is on my list. And you're probably thinking, what on earth did you just say? Propel is one that I personally was introduced very early on. Um, Propel water, that is, I should say, to really clarify it up. Um, it's a very, very good, uh, it's very good casual drink as well as a sports drink overall. And the biggest thing that I think it really adds um, when it comes to um, what Propel water does to really stand um, alongside some of these giants that we'll get to in here in just a minute is I think that the sugar-free, um, being able to be zero calorie, um, and not necessarily focusing so hard on the caffeine part, which I think a lot of other companies have really tried to get into. Uh, but I think really, I, I think it tastes really good. I think that overall the taste is almost as good, if not superior, than some of the other giants on this list. So I think Propel Water is very, very good. And I think that you get to see um, just the versatility of it is very good. Obviously, you've got the immune, uh, the immune support uh, a, a line of drinks as well, which is really good. Being able to get a lot of those those extra minerals uh, to make sure that your body's functioning well, especially in the immune system, which I think gets very overlooked um, when it comes to the world of sport, being able to have some of those really, uh, some of those big time uh, pivotal acids in the drink as well. And you're probably thinking acid, I don't really like that, but seeing ascorbic acid like vitamin C um, is very important. Being able to have that in your system, um, especially if you're a high tier athlete, getting able to have a lot of those vitamins, I think Propel does a very good job of it. Not Number two on my list, but actually let's heck with it. We're going to go two and one right away because I think you guys know what are my top two, but you don't know the order. Don't judge right now, but you're probably going to. Here we go. My number two, followed by my number one. It's a toss up between Gatorade and Powerade. Of course, this is probably very, very, very highly debated upon for many, 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 many years. And here's my choice. My number one pick is Gatorade over Powerade. And here's why. I think Powerade's a great drink. I really do. I really like the fact that they're starting to get uh, more into some of their diversifying of their lines, being able to go more um, into like the Power Water line, which is a very good one, being able to kind of kind of go into that avenue more uh, strictly based on vitamins and water, which vitamin water is also a very good brand, but that one was left off my list. Uh, but being able to see what Gatorade has done in marketing their drink, being able to make multiple purposes. You have Gator Light, which is very good for you. You have all these other versions of Gatorade and even outside of drinks, even as well, protein bars as well. And all the technology that they've had, it's game changer. It really is the best drink probably for an athlete 
that you could possibly imagine. Powerade is a close second, and unfortunately, they just fall short end of the stick when it comes to my list. But there you go, my top five sports drinks. Let me know what you think about this list as well. You can leave a comment on WBRN.com. And until next time on the West Michigan Sports Show, I'm Brandon Worth, and we'll see you next time. We'll be right back.